Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of the Behind the Edge podcast. I am your host, Caleb, who has not been here for a few weeks now, I think. Um, probably a few months at this point, actually. <laughs> but, you know, it's... Um, you know, it's just been a crazy time or whatever, so I'm I'm glad to be back and talking about knives, which I haven't done that much in the past few weeks. You know, crazy time or whatever. But hopefully, you know, I can get back into it and I've already started, you know, moderating again some more on the Discord and on the subreddit. So, you know, I've been seeing everyone's conversations and responses, um, you know, when whenever I talk, so uh, if you see me around, don't be afraid to say hi. You know, I'd love to talk to you. So, yeah, how, how, how's it going, guys? Um, it's a terrible year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. Been a, it's been a little shit so far. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a rough year for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we've all been you know kind of. It's hard to get together and do these podcasts when you know we're so busy with uh, personal lives and stuff like that. But you know, um. Oh, well, it is what it is, you know, so, um, yeah. Yeah? So, uh, you know, for the past few weeks, um, I've been carrying the Discord-exclusive Kaiser Gemini, um, awesome knife, uh, you know, it's got the, um, red micarta and the brass, I think it's brass, like the brass insert, uh, in the middle of the uh, show side scales, um. It's a great knife. Oh, and it's also got the um, the spidey hole mod. Yeah, flip um, or delete. So I've been using that knife some past, like, probably two weeks. I've just been carrying that. Um, and like, I did some... I had to do some flooring work in my girlfriend's condo, and I've, I you know, used that some while I was working there. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, it's been good and tough. Uh, before that... Uh, I carried a a um, real steel, uh, where is it? God, yeah, real steel metamorph, um, for like the past since basically since like May to early August, I carried this metamorph, just that, um, exclusively, uh, and honest to God, that is, uh. An awesome knife for what it is you know it's very cheap i think it's only like what like 40 something dollars yeah, yeah i think it's around like 40 that. or 50 but it's it's amazing for the price and yeah so I've it's been, just useful know, as hell yeah it's a it's you know i just like how slender it is in the pocket since it's like you know uh it's almost like a, a carrying a pen in your pocket the way that it fits yeah so it's just you know very convenient easy to use um nice and slicey so you know I, I i enjoy that knife a lot so um other than that i haven't really carried that much this summer um you know normally over the summers i don't like i don't know i usually am not into knives as much as i am during you know the off summer months so i've you know i, I haven't really bought anything i did kind of um, I did look at a pass around knife that I got, um, from, you know, the discord, which is, um, the, uh, what is the Alliance? Um, Oh gosh. Why'd you have to ask me? <laughs> um, conquest, but, a conquest, the Alliance conquest. Yeah. Um, so 
Yeah. So that that was a. I actually like that knife. I think more than um, most people did. I I disliked it. It was uh, just. Eh. Well, I would have liked it a lot more if um, it hadn't had a weird like nub in the back where your thumb would go. Yeah, that so, was weird. When you would try to use it to cut things, you're just jabbing your finger into like a reverse, um, a reverse flipper. Basically, is the best way I'd describe it. It's just, it's like having like a sharpening toil in the back of the knife, or I mean the, you know the, the spine. Spine, yeah. So like, it was just super uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I don't think they yeah. thought that out very well. No, but other than that, it was kind of a cool knife. So. uh Vex, what are you carrying? I actually sold all my knives. Just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> you'd, be yeah, some you'd, shit. Have, you'd have thousands of dollars if you sold all your knives. I would get one third what I paid for. Just yeah. Now I'm carrying my JDV DDDDD gold MIDI, all the random letters, because that's his real name. Yeah, I'm still liking a knife, of course, because I ordered it. The custom config. So if you order custom config and hate it, then you don't talk about it. <laughs> you act like it doesn't exist. So you didn't I waste was your not money. expecting you to say that. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a nice knife. It's cool. Um, and it's an electric blue. So how can you not like it? What about you, K? Uh, Jacob, whatever your name is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it's it's me. Um, so. Uh, to kind of talk about the the knives I've been carrying all summer, kind of like Caleb, um, really today I'm carrying the uh, Osmachinko Roosevelt. But pretty much this whole summer, it's been either the Roosevelt or the Norseman. Um, I've sold a ton of my knives. Uh, I have about six or seven that I regularly carry now left, uh, but most of them are gone. But these two are really really good. Um, I I still really really like them. I have a few more higher-end things coming in, hopefully soon. But uh, I've been kind of slowing down on purchasing production knives for a while. It's nuts, because you used to have so many random-ass knives. I was trying to, to find myself. <laughs> You're good, like, going <laughs> through the phase. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like college experimentation, but with knives. Yeah, I felt like every time I looked at Instagram, I'd see you selling a knife, Jake. <laughs> well, see, what how I would buy knives before is I would just kind of like be browsing um, either Discord or Reddit and I would see something stu- pop up for like a stupidly cheap price and I would just buy it. Yeah. And, and or I would think it was cheap and then when I got to resell it, like people don't want it at that price, so I'll lose money on it. But <laughs> usually I would break even. Um, but I, I don't know. It just gave me the opportunity to try a bunch of stuff for a fairly low price. So I, yeah. I kind of took it. But that resulted in me having a, a mishmash pile of random shit collection <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's funny the Oz Machine Company they've been taking off real big I feel like they got a lot of support behind him now they're really really good and and since mine he's made a ton of improvements mine was number 26 yeah 26 um, I think he's at beyond double that now uh, they started crowning the spine they changed the blade steel yeah I just um, like how he's willing to experiment stuff. with new materials and everything you know it's like he listens to the customer's feedback on the knife and i, mean, I haven't really seen any, improve. any two of his that are the same like like you mentioned a lot of the materials and stuff are very very different um 
So yeah, it's 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 nice. If I can get back on his books and I have the money, I probably will. And pick How many does one. he have out there? You think like a hundred by now? Uh, I th- let me check his Instagram. He uh, normally like says what, oh, yeah, which he number on. he's on. Seventy two. Um, <clears throat> okay, so yeah, that's that's crazy. Yep, seventy two. That one's kind oh. of boring except for the clip, but. Yep, there's yeah, a lot of normies out there. Them out. Yeah, it's a nice little knife. I don't know how big is it actually. Okay, so closed. Um, it's fairly short. It's maybe a little bit larger than like a little native. Yeah. Uh, let me check. I'll get an exact measurement for you real quick here. Uh, so closed, it's about three and three fourths uh, inches long. But once you open it up, you get a very large finger choil, large enough to actually fit my enormous fat fingers, and it goes over to a little over seven inches long. Um, so it's it's fairly compact, uh, but because of the choil, I have plenty of grip on it, so it's it's nice for me. I think if you had smaller hands, it'd work really well. Um, but even for me, it's 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 great. It's a really nice size. That's cool. So yeah, so that's know. a podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, no. Uh, moving on to housekeeping, you know, short housekeeping. You know, there's not much to be said really, but all I really have to say is, you know, thank you for bearing with us. Um, you know, in this time which we haven't been able to record podcasts. You know, a lot of us have been, you know, dealing with family issues and personal issues, and just you know being busy with work and all other things so you know it's just been a crazy time so i you know i appreciate uh all of you for taking the time to listen and your patience during the wait for future episodes so we'll try to you know be consistent we'll get there eventually um you know hopefully things uh cool down for a while uh they certainly have cooled down somewhat for me so hopefully we can get back to being consistent but yeah yeah so I guess next we're going to talk about some new releases, you know, that uh, I the, everything's new to me now because I haven't been paying much attention to um, the knife world. But yeah, so I like this first one we're looking at. Yeah, the Civivi uh, mini bull mastiff. Mm-hmm. I think they put out a full size bull mastiff somewhat yeah. lately. Um, I really like the design of this one. I don't think the mini would be very mini cleaver blades are weird to me this reminds me of vdk does yeah it actually to me it looks like vdk kind of was like working on a sheepdog yeah (laughs) and they got a little snare but the blade's very very much vdk style it's yeah it's like crazy like i'm gonna look up uh vdk right now and look at one of his i think it's the impaler cleavers I'm not a fan of cleavers. It reminds me of Juggalos, so I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, fa- no offense to our Juggalo knife. No, fan if crossover. you listen to that bullshit, <laughs> you need to rearrange your life. Dude, it looks like VDK's War, war Admirals. Yeah, it I'm does. not trying to go on a tangent, but there's a YouTube channel called Superhuman, and if you haven't, if you like wrestling and Juggalos, you need to check it out. So no, never, never. <laughs> But yeah, the, the blade terrible. the blade's super VDK reminiscent. It's it looks a lot to me like like you said the war admirable admiral. Yeah. Speech speech is hard. Um and kind of like the impaler. Probably more like the war admiral, honestly. Um, but they just took the hole and replaced it with a fuller. Yeah, yeah well even the war admiral has a fuller. Um just the this mini bull mastiff doesn't have the hole that the 
War Admiral has. Um, actually, it looks like he makes some with and some without the fuller. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at one without the fuller. I see the one you're talking about now. Yeah, if you look at the one with the fuller, let me see. Does it terminate in the same spot? Uh, they rounded off the outer edge, and the and the fuller goes up a little higher, but that's... It's sim- It's definitely similar. It's, oh, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I it mean, looks like someone had one of these laying around, and they were like, let's see if yeah. we can kaiser I'd like to see this. it closed, because I think... If you looked at it closed, maybe it'll look different. I mean, obviously, it looks like this has, you know, uh, more of a sharp, like, the way the tip goes, it kind of has a swoop to it. Yeah. Compared to the War Admiral, which seems to be just kind of an angular, triangular cut. Yeah. Yeah, this one has a little bit more contour. Right. It seems like it might help with the piercing. I'm sure people nitpick more, you know, like... I don't. I don't really think there, there's much like. I don't think there's any like de- design theft involved. Like you know, it's just very similar. Yeah. Um, I mean, mainly the blade. The handle's kind yeah. of generic on it, honestly. The VDK. Well, does anyone know, know if you ever figured that shit out with Best Tech? Remember when they're fighting? Um, the- no, I don't know. Forgot about that. <laughs> I don't know if he ever like figured it out. You know, because um, I think you know there's some like court proceedings and stuff like that or that he wanted to bring them to court <laughs> or something but vdk versus if, china <laughs> yeah if he were to try to do anything legally with them uh then that we wouldn't hear anything for that if for anyone knows time. that's listening all three of you now please tell us <laughs> please tell us what happened because i'm interested and i'm too lazy um, to look at it <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I think, you know, with cleavers, I think they all look pretty similar when you uh, close them. You know, I hate them. I hate them so much. I hate when blades stick out that much. What, why? They look, <laughs> they look kind of interesting. Well, the, the, um, the bull mastiff looks like it will go into the handle a fair bit, but it just kind of, I think to me, it's just kind of how they have it offset a little bit. But I could be wrong. It could look stupid as hell when it's closed. Hey man, we still we still get good listens on our podcast. Even the last one with the two of you got 137 plays. I'm so sorry to you, 137 people who had to hear that rough piece of garbage. <laughs> I don't I didn't anything. Even, I didn't even put an ad on that video because I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know the bull mastiff definitely stick. I looked up the full size when it's closed. Definitely sticks out. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, well, of course it will. It's a, I mean, look at how small the handle is. You know, I'm trying to be optimistic is. here, and it just. I'm trying to ignore I mean, physics. If you're gonna carry a cleaver, I don't think you probably care about you know how uh, wide it is in the pocket. Yeah, like you go into it expecting <laughs> that, right? Like I don't know. That's that's how I see it anyway. Um, I want to right. ask anyone if they have any more of those Benchmade codes for seventy percent off. Oh my god! <laughs> Please slide me one because I kind of want to check out the Mini Freak. <laughs> yeah, sh- shoot me one so I can pick up another crooked river. I will tell anyone less than hundred dollars. DM me the code, and that's it. I just buy one <laughs> knife with it. They can't be mad. I can't be mad about getting seventy percent off of one knife. Might mean, sell it because they didn't give seventy percent off all the knives. I'll just give it up. I'll just give it away. Be <laughs> cool. Um, I can't believe that slipped. How the hell? What? I don't know. That's just ridiculous that a company that that level could just be that ignorant. I don't know. I, is Benchmade doing warranty work right now? I know some companies. I think they are. You know, yeah. I'm actually not sure. I need to send in my bug out. Actually, oh my god. I'll tell you guys the story real quick. Uh, so I need to send in my bug out that I bought from Brian like almost a year ago now. It sells it been fixed. Yeah. On uh, Reddit Knife Swap, I managed to snag a 
Benchmade 4A Sprint Run and Red Micarta. They go mm-hmm. for about 400 bucks on eBay when they're when they're new at least. Pick this one up for twenty five dollars. What? Uh, because the oh axis, my god, the axis bar is like completely busted out. The blade is in really rough shape, and um, there's some micarta missing on it. But I need to send it to them and see if they can salvage this thing. Do they oh work god. on? Is it a go- uh, no? It's just a limited edition. Yeah, it's just the limited. Edition. Do they yes, work it- on limited editions? Do you know? I don't know. I don't need them to replace the micarta. I just need a new axis bar in it. Honestly, I can deal with the blade. I can like clean it up, but the it's basically a benchmade slip joint, and that's about as useful as you'd imagine. I sent. I need to send my. The reason I asked was because I need to send my bug out, in, and it's been, uh, it's had a broken Omega Spring for probably <laughs> over eight months now, and I've just been too lazy to send it. Is that and all then, that's wrong with it? Um, I think so. I mean, like I said, it was eight months ago now, so you I don't. Can, you could you could just buy one online for a couple dollars. Yeah. But it's already in the box, so like, oh. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's been sitting in the box for eight months, so I guess that, you know it doesn't matter at that point. But I'm just, I don't know. It's like Schrodinger's cat. Maybe you know, maybe like, um, <laughs> maybe since I've left it in there so long, it's grown. It's, uh, it's grown an Omega Spring back. You know, like it's it's fixed itself from just being you know fermenting. In that You'll never box. know until you open it back. Yeah, up and right. Disappointed again. I listen, dude. I've been. I moved. <laughs> I moved like out of my apartment and then back into my apartment with that box, like just the, the fl- small <laughs> just flat rate box. I've been. God. I've been. I've been driving around with that thing for months. Like <laughs> you haven't opened it one time. <laughs> no, it's what? that thing's traveled a hun- like hundreds of miles with me, um, oh and it's just been in the box. I feel bad. I feel bad because I have scales from. Um, from Will and I, I just do haven't too. put them on. <laughs> I do too, and my, my the blade on mine is just yeah, screwed. I, I really need to, and I keep looking at it. I'm like, God, oh, those scales are really nice. I can't wait to carry that thing, and then I ignore it for six more months. Mm. That'll do it. Um, did you so check yeah. the email? Does anyone email you? Um, I I look at all of my emails in a big inbox and I haven't seen any emails, but I'll look right now. I mean, um, is this, Oh, we did get one email, um, from someone trying to, (laughs) I'll just read it. It's, it's from July 6th. I'll read it. This is funny. I never told you guys about this. It says, hello. Do you want to see your website in top five positions in Google or other major search engine? Hell yeah. Do you want more targeted visitors on your website? You can place your website on Google's first page. May I send you quote if interested? Thanks. You said yes, right? No, I ignored him. Come on. We'll never be in the top five. Come on. (laughs) I'm going to give the fans one episode once every three months. (laughs) Other than that, we haven't gotten any emails. I don't blame them. This year is like, you just want to die. Yeah. <laughs> you wish so, you just got COVID. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, it, it's been a little bit dry. So if you want to email us. Uh, We're lonely. We're lonely. BehindTheEdgePod at gmail.com. Lonely? Um, Get in contact with us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So next knife we're going to talk about we only have two on our list um 
So, <laughs> but we're going to figure some more out in a minute. But the Civivi uh, uh, Fracture, um, it's another, you know, Civivi. Does that look like a slip joint to you? No. What the hell are they doing? This looks like a, a middle flick knife. And then... It's hard, it's hard to say. Oh my gosh. It looks what, gigantic. What? It's lying though. Well, there's like that real steel Atashi collab that's like a four inch slip joint. <laughs> yeah. I've been that. so tempted to get one of those. I just don't want to spend any real money on it. because Oh, they make a drop point version too. I was about to shit on it. But okay, mm-hmm. they, got, they got all the bases covered. <laughs> looks pretty alright. Pretty, you know... Whoops. Pretty, uh general you know like a a non i don't know it doesn't look like anything crazy you know um it's all right yeah it's like uh um, civivi comes out with a lot of stuff now you know it's only 28 dollars though that's cheap what's it made of acr that's why mm, wow. well, it's only seven three quarters so i thought it was way big, bigger than that but Decent size. I like the size, but... Hold on. You said it's $28? Yeah. $20.50. And he, mm-hmm. But it's 8CR steel? Yeah, because they, they downgraded. They went from... They used to use... Didn't they use 9CR, the D2? They did. They used 9CR, 14 MOV, I think. Or 8... I don't know. 18 MOV? I don't know. A lot of MOVs. A lot of MOVs. Yeah, I think they used to use 9CR, which is be- way better than 8CR. Oh, yeah. But for $28, you can't even bitch. Yeah. I can because they they took a design that should have been a liner lock and they fucking ruined it. Oh, it is a slip joint. <laughs> yeah, it's a Tonto slip joint. <laughs> I thought you were just like making shit Tonto up. Tonto slip joint is kind of weird. Like <laughs> I don't understand with a, with an opening hole. I don't get it. Uh... If it was like a detent slip joint, I completely understand. But I know them. This is not a detent slip joint. This is a typical boring ass slip joint, and it's going to be terrible. Jesus Christ! I don't know what the target market is here with this. Emerson people. Emerson. We knives just keeps making knives, knives until like one just hits. Like, oh, people like this one. Yeah. Like they. They like those com- those comedians that make a joke and they just keep going until literally only one person understands it. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know, man. Like, we have a knife for literally everyone. Yeah, I don't know who this would be. I don't know who would be interested in this. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. To say. Very very weird knife. Now I've broken the image somehow. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 something. It's definitely unique. Um, well, it's, it's, it's kind of unique, but also kind of not unique. You know it's a, I mean? it's like unique enough nine to be cool. It's like wow, that's yeah. unique, but who gives a it's shit? It's unique. I guess it's kind <laughs> of unique where it's like kind of it's a um you know a Tonto slip joint, which it's pretty like you don't see Tonto slip joints that much, but like there's a reason. There's a reason for that. <laughs> so yeah, but that's that. Uh, what's next? What what, what should we talk about next? I uh, want to talk I, about the the new book, the knife engineering book from Larry oh, really? Thomas. Okay. Because I bought it, and I read three whole chapters, so my brain's already expanding. How, but if you like it? knives, if you're really into knives, like, if you're listening to this, you're obviously into knives. But if you want to learn more about the steel, all the crazy, in-depth materials that make up the steel, all that shit, the heat treating, the geometry, then you should get the book. Because, why not? 
Why not? Isn't it like thirty dollars? It's only like thirty-three dollars, and dude, dude, it's a huge ass book. There's like it's gonna be a, a quite a long read, and there's a whole bunch of diagrams from small brains for me that don't understand what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, there's a bunch called, of pictures. It's called Knife Engineering, comma Steel Heat Treating and Geometry by Dr. Laren Thomas. You can buy it on Amazon. Um, Blade HQ just has it. We just found that yeah. out. So I bet this guy was like. His parents didn't want him to get a doctorate in knifeology, and then he got it, and he wrote a book. He's like, look at me now, Mom. It's it's 10 inches high by 7 inches in width, and it is 442 pages. So it's yeah, so all the, book. all the boomers that were waiting for the Kindle version, you should probably reach out to them to see if it's ever going to come out, or the digital version, I should say. You, but I read I read on Kindle. Yeah, you're a boomer. Well, the, the actual <laughs> problem is we have... Too many books. We have four bookcases that are all full. I mean, I have no space for any more books. I mean, I read. I don't like reading digital that much, but uh, I don't know. Like, if if it's a school book, I'll usually buy it for like the Kindle app because that's what Amazon uses or whatever. Do mm-hmm. they torrent school books yet? Where you could just um, you not can pay for them? more popular ones, yeah. If it's like something yeah. specifically written by just the professor at your one college, well, do you the think the professors specifically try to go obscure so they can make money off of it? Professors <laughs> will usually not try to, because um, the professors don't really make the money off the of books, but you know the school does. So really, what like a lot of colleges do now, or what my college is doing, and I know any other college students will probably know this, but. Uh, what they've been doing lately is that they'll have this all-in program where you buy the textbook and it's basically like an access code. So like you pay like $105, $110 for an access code to the textbook. So you get the textbook for that semester um, in the access form. And then like your homework is attached to that textbook, so you have to buy it. That's, that's bullshit. The, that's so how they're getting you now. you can't buy used, and you can't resell. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest scam ever. It really is. It's not talked about, but it is. It's bullshit. They don't want you to talk about it, because they're like, oh, you need your education, scam. though, dude. Um, Go fuck yourself. So if, our, if, if you're going to buy Knife Engineering, um, you know, by Laren Thomas, um, I would buy it on Amazon, because it's Amazon Prime. And you'll get it in two days. Whereas if you buy it on Blade HQ, you know, obviously with, with Blade HQ, it won't ship until Monday, and you'll get it the week after. <laughs> yeah, there, because you know, so. I've been told because I've been to Blade HQ, I live in Utah, mm-hmm. and they say they try to ship everything. Like, say if you order on a Wednesday in the middle of the week, they ship things out on a Monday. That's why. Well, they do it because it saves money for them or whatever. Yeah, they'd rather ship everything in a huge bulk than rather, oh, we're going to ship three packages out today, even though they get way more every day, I'm sure. Right, right. I almost didn't talk about the new Spider- It's not new. The Spider-Co Gil Bradley 2 is in stock again after like a year or two. It was out of stock for a long time. Yeah. So who knows what happened. I thought it had been discontinued, honestly. That's what I thought. That's, That's what I thought, too. But yeah, it's a it's a great knife. I like the GB one better, dude. The GB one has the thickest liners I've ever freaking seen on a liner lock. It's like a frame lock. It's so thick. Really? Yeah, it's like bulletproof. I've given. I know. I, yeah. I know people that have the GB 
GB2 really like it. So Oh yeah, the GB2 is way thinner, it's way lighter, the yeah. liners aren't crazy thick, but the GB1 is way boomer friendly. I sold it to some boomer at my work. <laughs> he, he thinks that's like the pinnacle of knives. Like, it's up pinnacle. there. <laughs> it's up there, dude. Now give me my $180. Um, <laughs> you, you hustle knives to boomers? No, I just sold. I sold. No, I, I only sold, sold. No, I got this dude to buy like three or four knives I work with. He's way older than me, but he's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah. Oh, so by the way, if you're buying uh, Knife Engineering, the book, uh, apparently frequently bought together by other Amazon customers is 101 Knife Designs. Um, who's this by? Uh, Murray Carter. And then also um, Bladesmithing by Murray Carter. <laughs> so uh, apparently that's what people are buying, um, you know, <laughs> with with the uh, knife engineering book. What, what was it? Uh, 101 Blade Designs. Uh, yeah, okay. 101 Knife Designs and then Bladesmithing, both by Murray Carter, which is kind of funny. Um, I wonder what how big is this book? Like 101 Knife Designs, like... I don't know. It's kind of. This is gonna sound like super stupid, but I didn't even know Murray Carter was like a real person. Like I, when people was like, "Oh, I do the Murray Carter um, sharpness test." I thought someone <laughs> just made that shit up. I didn't know he's a real fucking person. Like, oh shit. <laughs> um, I actually don't really know much about him. I'm gonna he's look a, him up. He's like makes chef knives. Yeah, Carter Cutlery, hand forged knives. Yeah, so he's like a forged in fire. Yeah. Um, you know. Dude. And like uh, the Marie Cardi um, sharpness test is pretty much rubbing your fingers along the edge very lightly. Yeah, he makes like um, a lot of. A lot of people been cut that way. Sharp oh, knives. yeah. I've done it a lot. <laughs> How you know it's sharp though, right? Cut yourself. Yeah, yeah. he's got he's got a little. Oh my gosh. Uh, so if you go to Murray Carter's website, cartercutlery.com, you can go to instruction and click on bladesmithing school. And for a nice $6,000, you can pay for a basic tool intensive uh, course. $6,000. $6,000. You imagine going through that shit and you're still garbage. You just add to cart. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of... I wonder what, like, you get with these courses. Like, you... Let's see. Like, do you get... Like to go in person, like yeah. Well, not now. Yeah, six grand. He better, you better fucking me make me a knife. Take me out okay. dinner. It says limited for, uh, to four students. Travel and lodging are at the students' expense. Four students. Yeah. The fuck. Um. Obviously, I doubt they're doing that right now with you know Corona, but it's kind of interesting. There's there are a bunch of courses. There's like. The Carter Cutlery Journeyman Program for $9,900. Um, like, I don't know. <laughs> 302 Forge Welding and Completion of a Damascus Steel Knife. Um, the the 101 course, like the very, I think I, it, it's the very, like, it's the one course you take, like the first one. It's uh, Forging and Completion of a Personal Neck Knife for $2,000. <laughs> pretty crazy i don't know i, I've I mean never if you're seen, really into that i've never seen any like any like courses from a knife company i don't you know like on a website that's kind of interesting um so if you do if you do the neck knife making 101 
Apparently, it's a two-day course, and students will receive a perfect balance of hands-on involvement as well as lecture topics and blah, 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 and you'll get to do stuff like learn stuff like selection of steel, forge maintenance, forging to the final thickness, scale removal, cold forging, straightening, tempering, attaching handles, sharpening, hand sanding to completion, and kydex sheath making. So, sounds definitely interesting. I wonder if he's like, I wonder if he actually still does this or if this is like an outdated thing, you know? Like, I, I guess I doubt he's like doing it now with coronavirus, but like, you know. I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know where the hell he is. I know he's, I know he's American. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's definitely interesting though. Like I've never seen anything like that. It's That's Oregon. really expensive, but if you're yeah. willing to go through those courses, you're obviously really serious about making knives. So oh I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> it's obvious to us. It's just like, that's ridiculously expensive. But if it's like, if it's really going to benefit your career, then yeah, you might as well do it. Right. <clears throat> right. I mean, I guess it's cheaper than, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say whether like that experience would like, you know, I don't know much about the knife making world and you know, if that would like, that yeah. might benefit you a lot, but. It's just watch Forge and Fire. That's all you need. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, moving on back to real topics. Uh, so, you know, we talked about some new knives. Uh, also, another one I wanted to briefly mention was the, you know, Ferrum Forge kind of brought out a, a <laughs> revised and accessible Stinger, which is, you know, their Stinger model or whatever. It's... Um, it's just a production version that's, you know, like they're all their new production knives they've been doing. It's $90. It's G10. We knife. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's, let's see, it's uh, Nitro V, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, if you like those uh, Farron Forge uh, cheaper production knives, I mean, that's, I mean, it's 90 bucks, so if you want it. Probably get it for pretty cheap if people sell it on, you know, secondhand on like knife swap and you know Facebook or whatever you you know buy knives on. So, yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about new knives? Can we talk about the breaking news. Oh, uh, sure. Go ahead. I mean, Blade Show is officially canceled. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who would have uh, thought the day would come? I, know I mean, Georgia yeah. was like going That's, through some crazy shit. That was very expected, I think, uh, by most people at the end of the day, right? Like, uh, I mean, anybody doing any kind of American work right now knows, like, how different the environment is. Like, every, like, music concert you could think of is canceled. Um, I mean, I couldn't imagine doing Blade Show, you know. I'm surprised they even held out as long as they did saying that they were still going to do it, you know, even after people were already saying they weren't going to come. Um, so it's, it's really crazy and it's hard. It would be hard to do a show like that. Um, you know, I've seen with some shows like music shows now they're doing like these music festivals with, but with like social distancing. And so they'll basically sit like, um, if you were to go like with your, spouse or something let's just say it's two people you go to a music festival or a concert 
they basically will sit you on platforms and they're all like social distance apart. But obviously you can't do something like that um, at a blade show, you know, it's, um, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's all built on in-person interaction. Uh, yeah. You know, and everyone's touching knives and it's, yeah. it's just, it's just a shit show for the, all this. Yeah. This corona so, shit. Yeah. So plus really, there's a whole bunch of old makers. Half of them would probably die. So I think a lot of knife companies um, could benefit from um sorry that sorry about the noise there's someone outside doing something at my apartment but um so a lot of thing I think that a lot of knife makers manufacturers right now could benefit from trying to get a little bit more 21st century um like you know you know how so like Spyderco does like their catalog or whatever uh, yeah. every year well I think something would be cool for like a company like Spyderco to do would be like uh, they do like a live stream of like the their new releases right like so they show off all their new knives or whatever like live you know yeah. I think something like that would be kind of cool um, kind of like a um, you know you, you, the video game industry does it a lot where they show off all their new stuff live and a lot of other companies do that with other big things you know uh especially just a lot of the technology world does live stream so i think that'd be kind of cool for knife companies to get more into that but it seems like they usually end up leaving stuff like that to uh you know blade hq or something you know so i think they're kind of missing out there yeah i think um, this year has taught a lot of companies that they need to Get with the times as far embrace, as being on, yeah. Embrace technology, yeah. Because knife, knife company, like knife manufacturers, um, they're pretty good with their pr like practical technology, the stuff like relating to their work, yeah. Um, but when it comes to like marketing and all that, you know, having your own web, I think it's so, I think it's so important for makers to have their own website and sell knives off of it. Honestly, like. Don't depend on dealers. Don't depend on shows because, like, at the end of the day, you need your own solid clientele that no matter yeah. where you sell your knives that you could always sell them, you know, because, I don't know, and, in, Blade, in the Blade Show, I think it hurt a lot of makers, too, because a lot of makers, they go to Blade Show to pick up a lot of materials to make knives. Yeah. And a lot of those material makers don't have websites for some fucking reason. Right. It's like, and even why? like Even just, like, a half-decent website, too. Like, even yeah, our website a is a lot it, better... Most... You can pay someone to make a website for you nowadays. Like it's not yeah. very hard. You don't even, you know, it's all, it's easy with things like Squarespace, which is how we made our website. Um, yeah, exactly. Like you don't even have to be a genius. You just have to get, take a, a day off to get it all set up, and that's it. Let's calm it down with the Squarespace ad. They're not paying us yet. <laughs> not yet. No, they probably won't pay us for a long time. <laughs> but you so know. everyone visit the website at least once a day. So yeah. we can get paid from Squarespace. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but even my friend who, uh, she makes websites for a living or whatever, like that's what she does. I was like, hey, can you help me uh, make a website for like my, you know, knife podcast? And she's like, just do it online. She's like, just do like Squarespace or something. It'll be a lot cheaper. She's like, because like I'm overcharging. Like she's like, you know, like it's, way cheaper to do it yourself you know because i guess obviously she's paying for like the labor to do it or whatever yeah whereas yeah. you know 
honestly, with like Squarespace, it gives you all the tools to do it yourself. It's just easier. Or, you know, there's also other things. I know some people do Weebly. That's also pretty easy. So, yeah. So knife companies get with the times. Yep. And do, you know. I don't know. I feel like a lot of interesting. I don't think. I think it's going to suck. I mean, it sucks already for them, but like. I feel like a lot of people probably canceled their orders they had because a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people have to rearrange their lives around this whole bullshit. But I feel like a lot of knife makers are pr- doing pretty well, I'd say. I don't know their finances, but I feel like well, knives I'm are sure still that, selling. I'm sure that for, you know, with for smaller companies, I think probably the Blade Show being canceled probably hurts them, you know, because I know that the smaller companies... Um, a lot of times relied on bringing their knives there to show show them off and basically sell them, you know? Yeah, get a name um, out there. Yeah, but... yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, obviously a lot of companies don't release their, like, finances or anything. And so... Blade Show, you know, I could see why they were trying to pretty much put off canceling it because you got to figure, I think the Blade Show tickets range from, like, 30 to $60. And over 100,000 people show up. That's a shit ton of money gone now. Yeah. Yeah, it's all gone. Very unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, it's shitty, but it's like, what do you do? Just There's always next year unless we a solar flare hits us or fucking we get hit by a meteor or some crazy shit. No, let's knock on wood. Um, I'll, I'll <laughs> knock on wood. Like, <laughs> um, But yeah, so hopefully things, you know, hopefully we can have another Blade show next year. That'd be... That's what I'm saying. Like, how, life's gonna change forever after this shit. Cause like, if someone even coughs around me, I'm gonna hurt them. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's gonna be awkward now. Like, if anyway, if it, have you been around people that are sick and you just like get away from me? Like, I don't want to be around you. Well, that's the way it is now. I mean, I coughing in public now is Dude, I'm like scared to cough. Yeah, frowned upon. It's like you know, you look at, you get looked at like you're a like a leper. You know, like yeah. that can like. Back in the day, and I, I think it's a great. I think it's gonna be a better thing because, like, let's be honest, we've all seen grown ass adults cough with their mouth wide open, like oh, anything. Yeah. Now oh, it's yeah. like a huge safety concern. Now it's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, no, I, I, I do like the mask wearing culture. I know some people don't like. They, they think like wearing masks like is hard to breathe in or whatever. But you I don't take know. away my rights. You take away my yeah. rights. But like, I, I don't know. Like, I just think. Uh, it's kind of cool, you know. It's especially with people that are like wearing different masks that express themselves differently, you know. Like I think, you know, I mean, does Blade HQ sell any Blade HQ masks yet? Like, Knife makers, sh- you guys could have came up big time selling knives with your fucking logo on it. That's all I'm saying. For masks with logos, on, I mean, yeah. Like honest to god, though, like <laughs> I would wear that. Like, like listen, and I know other people would wear that too because I see people wearing the stupidest masks, you know, like. People wearing masks where it's like, I saw this guy the other day, yesterday, because uh, I went to Target to get some things, and he was wearing a mask, this grown man wearing a mask, and it had some big, juicy red li- lips on it. That was what, what he was wearing. Fuck? I was like, what the heck? Um, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, so, like, I don't know, like a Blade HQ mask, like, like, put the logo on a mask, just like how they put it on hats, you know? Like, I don't know, uh. You yeah. Can yeah, people have... already wear shirts of your logos. Why not make a mask? Because that's the new. That's gonna be a new thing of clothing for people that are sick. A lot oh, yeah. of people aren't even sick. 
like my girlfriend made uh 10 mass uh for someone and got made like 40 dollars off of it um wow. and that was like an hour of her time or whatever like my girlfriend's been making masks and she's been making uh she's been doing good you know you gotta turn that. a negative into a positive people yeah. so um Plus, I don't know. It's I, I just I just think it's cool, and it's obviously you're keeping other people safe by wearing masks, you know. So it's all it's all good. So um, yeah, so it's unfortunate that um, knife companies aren't taking advantage of that and actually making some mask merch. Um, you know, it's like even they even make um, you know, like they sell handkerchiefs on Blade HQ and stuff like that. Um, they also spell, they also spell or sell sniper veils. Do they have so much random shit on Blade HQ if you start to look? <laughs> yeah. They have like titanium dice and shit. Like, yeah, if uh, anyone that's played dice serious, like you do not want fucking titanium dice. You're going to fuck up the guy. You're going to You're going to like mess them up. Plus if you play on wood, you're going to destroy a table. Like that's pretty dumb. Yeah. They're yeah. heavy. I mean, I I did look up knife face masks just now, and the only thing I can find is a chef knives face mask that's being sold on Etsy. But other than that, you know, I'm vanilla. I just wear a normal F95 mask just to yeah. flex on the people with their masks and to kill them. Well, all I got <laughs> to say is, um, if you if you guys are out there and you want to make some knife related masks. You will make the big bucks with them. Yeah. People love buying them because they have to wear one. If you have a job, like if you if you work at Target or anywhere, you know, like you basically have to wear a mask the entire mm -hmm. eight hour day or whatever, you know. Uh, so people like to wear cool masks. So if if you're making a knife themed mask right now, you'd be making be making some money. Yeah, you're you're gonna it. make a profit guaranteed. Oh yeah, the materials. Uh, don't cost that much like that and that's the biggest cost is the materials um and cloth and fucking rubber bands it's just yeah elastic. i mean yeah all you need is a 100 percent cotton cloth or fabric they can buy at you know um joanne's fabrics or whatever and a piece you can buy these elastics that yeah you can get from joanne's as well and that's it and um I mean, obviously, you probably for the for the uh, knife stuff, you'd probably have to buy like um, either you'd be either if you're good at stitching, or you know anyone that's good, or you have the capabilities to get some fabric stamps or something. That would be how you would get it, you know, knife related or whatever. Yeah, um, if you're which, making hanks, you're very capable of making masks. They're probably yeah. easier to make, honestly. Or, you know, there are other things you can do, like uh, some people paint them or whatever. I probably wouldn't paint it, though. That sounds like fumes or something, but you get the idea. And the thing is, like, people get mad at makers that have, like, made coronavirus knives, like Grimsmo and shit, but it's like, dude, why not? <laughs> why the fuck not? Like, who's See, that's that what hurting? I'm saying, that's though, not hurting like, nobody. At, well, at the time, I think it seems like weirdly out of like taste. Taboo. Like wow, people yeah. are dying. It's like although it is weird now to remember that the Grimsmos did that because they did that so long ago. It seems like you know, like they made a run of coronavirus knives like right when coronavirus barely got started in the U.S. 
but like now it's like been going on for months and you know it's like oh <laughs> you know they could have had yeah. plenty of those um, yeah they only made 60 i believe and they're like crazy expensive on the secondary yeah um which is funny because you know all all of these other knives actually looking at the Grimsnow's website they've actually really fixed it up have um, they yeah i'm actually just looking at it now and they've got it um a lot better oh, organized shit. like if you go to uh the Norseman archive it's they have it much smaller now and in yeah. neat neat rows yeah um, it looks a lot better the numbers are still kind of mismatched like it's not like one after another but it's better than it was dude i think the coronavirus norseman is like set them off because i remember like months before there was happening their inventory was like they had like 10 in their inventory all the time mm. now they have none ever yeah so, i mean that boosted their sales to some degree i'm sure yeah I'm and they're sure. working on the rask and I know people have been waiting for the Rask for years now. And I'm excited to check out a Rask, honestly, because I know Sky or whoever, they say they're improving them. So yeah, why not? I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I, I like the Rask. I know some people think it's a little bit uh, plain or whatever, but, you know, it's definitely a cool knife. Um, I'm glad they started putting, like, choils on them so you can actually sharpen them if you need to. Oh, yeah. So. They've definitely made a lot of improvements. you got to give the respect where it deserves, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I said before the podcast, um, that we, I said before the podcast to Vex and Jake, I said, all right, well, I'm going to do a bunch of tangents. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys don't mind listening to our crazy ramblings. There's a lot of different things that have changed. <laughs> Dude, this year is terrible. <laughs> I was working nights for six months, two to 10 PM. I just wanted to die every day. Yeah. Everyone's all having fun, getting coronavirus, and I'm just like <laughs> having fun work. getting coronavirus. Now they have me on the schedule. It's from four a.m. or five a.m. to one thirty p.m., which kind of sucks. That's like the ultimate boomer schedule. I'm going to bed at eight thirty. Like, yeah. Who does that? Yeah, I'd hate to get to bed at. I mean, I'd hate to wake up at before five a.m. to Dude, go to work. I don't know. It's better than night shift because night shift you literally have no social life at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, this year's terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and it's it's a shame, you know, because all of this stuff has kind of made it. You know, it's crazy. Is like you know, even like going to stores, um, and even with like, especially with like uh, Chinese manufactured things, even especially like even Chinese manufactured knives, um, among other things, it's like hard to get certain things now. You know, like certain knives maybe. Or even like, you know, just go into a Best Buy or a Walmart. And look at all the stuff that's still out of stock, you know. Yeah. Mainly Chinese products, um, because you know it's with the whole coronavirus stuff. There a lot of manufacturing that was in China kind of got shut down for a while. Um, and now a lot of a lot there's a lot of shipping things that's hard to deal with because I think a lot of companies don't know how to sanitize. Um, yeah, shipping is messed up right now. USPS and gen like, it's particularly is pretty bad. Well, yeah, that, that's mess. That's get, getting messed up right now for you know a, a lot of reasons. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 definitely crazy. You know, um, crazy time to even try to buy things. You know, uh, which is wild. So, 
Um, yeah. So it's like, you know, we're doing um, another Discord pass around, right? And I'm at the bottom of the pass around list. It's a, um, it's called a transient. What is it called? It's the H. Micro transient. Yeah. The HMC transient. Yep. Yeah, so, micro transient. Yeah. So that's going to be, that is getting passed around our Discord right now. I bet I won't have that knife until like next I bet. year. Yeah, it, dude, it will be next year. It'll be like February, I bet. Like when I get that knife, it's kind of crazy. Um, so if I had to guess, because there's always one person in our pass around group that's always like, uh, they they forget or something like that. So it takes like a week longer than usual. So yeah, mail in general right now is pretty pretty wild. Yeah, I'm having not sent any of my knives out just because I do not trust the service at all, the mail services. No. I mean, you could always UPS for $100. Yeah, UPS Ugh. is UPS is like the safest, but it takes so long. Yeah. But it's I like, to, who cares? Yeah, I had to UPS my one of my monitors back to the ma- manufacturer recently. And it took a week and a half to get there. If it's how much it costs to ship it off? How, you want, yeah, you want to know how much it costs? It costs like, um, let me look at the receipt. I have it right here. It's uh, very expensive, I'll tell you that. Um, it was, I mean, it was 50 bucks, $50.80 to ship oh it. Oh my God. What's wrong with it? Um, so on that monitor, is it's my newer monitor, actually. Um, it uh, The backlight in the bottom left corner went out. So the screen was, you know, the screen looked normal, except at the bottom left corner, the whole quadrant was basically darker than the rest of the screen. Huh. So, like, it was livable, but, like, it was just annoying because, like, I didn't want to, you know, deal with that. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to need to upgrade a monitor here soon because I've had this BenQ monitor for about three years now. Mm-hmm. And probably like the after like six months, the pixels get, would get stuck. Like it's like always the same five pixels that turn green, and it's so weird because I thought my monitor was fucked up. I'm like, well, I need to buy a new one. But I yeah. saw videos on YouTube, and it was like I watched a video of some little kid, probably like 12 years old. He's like, all you do is have to flick it, and he just <laughs> flicks it, and it goes back to normal. I'm like, no fucking way. And I try it, and it worked. I'm like what? So every once in a while I gotta flick the pixels, but I'm just like I That's should not be doing really that. That's actually really annoying, though. It is annoying. Four hundred dollar monitor, go fuck yourself. I actually I finally upgraded mm, towards the beginning of the year. I got me it's a scepter monitor. Um, but it's fourteen forty p. It's a hundred hertz. It's ultra wide and it's curved, and I think it was like two fifty. Well, that's see, that's that, I I had a yeah I had a scepter monitor too, Jake. That's the one that broke. So uh, hopefully Oof. your backlight doesn't go out. How long have you no, had it's it? It's been good so far. Um, let me see exactly when I placed it. It took uh, it took seven months for my backlight to go out on mine from when I oof, bought that's it. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's coming up here. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely annoying. Uh, it makes this podcast a lot harder to do actually because normally I would have like the script oof. on one screen and you know uh half the screen showing pictures of knives or whatever and then on the other monitor i would have uh the uh, audacity um wavelength going 
so I could yeah. monitor my voice levels. But now I have to like switch back and forth and do all this crap. So it looks like I bought it back in June. It feels so much longer ago than that, but I guess it is almost September. Um, so yeah, I'm really hoping that <laughs> it doesn't die on me now. Yeah, uh, mine was about two hundred dollars. So Scepter's, you know, the thing with you know, I know this is a huge tangent, but you know, bringing it back to knives, you know, there's some companies. Uh, with knives it's like you know a knife you buy from them is like hit or miss and they're more like of a kind of like a budget high-end company or whatever like in the in the middle of that they're like they're like the budget high-end right so like yeah. usually like uh two hundred dollars let's say like maybe a mass drop series of knives normally mass drops are pretty good but you know sometimes there can be uh you know deficiencies with them or whatever that's how that's how Scepter as a monitor company is. Uh, so most of the time you get pretty good, but every once in a while you get a lemon or whatever. Um, but it's hard. It is hard to beat the deal. That's why people buy things like those drop knives or like Scepter monitors because they are much cheaper for the quality that you get. Wait, they got some expensive ass monitors though. Well, yeah. So you know, so does every knife company. You know. It's three hundred sixty nine dollars. Like, what 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 do you get? Twenty four inch or twenty seven inch monitor? Uh, I bought uh, a twenty four. Mine. Twenty four is pretty a, big still. Mine's a thirty five. Jesus. He said his was curved, so it kind of cur- comes it's, inward. Yeah, it's um, if I had to guess, it's probably about two and a half feet across. It's not. It's it's big as hell, but it's not like ridiculously large. Like I think Samsung makes a forty nine inch monitor that's just that's way too big. Obscene. I like 27, but next time I get a monitor, I'm going to get a 24. 24 is pretty big still on its own. Like, um, Yeah, I think that's what I came from, and it, it still had plenty of yeah. screen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to add? Like, to, um, you want to talk about? Like, What can I bitch about? It's been slow lately. I don't know. I you know I would talk about what I carry every day um you know more but like uh stuff's hard now because like I I mean I guess I kind of like you know now that the world's opened up a little bit I do go out um more now like to like get groceries and shop or whatever because like you you're allowed to now with a mask obviously and social distancing um <laughs> But, like, you know, it's not often now that I feel like I have to pull out my knife and cut things, you know? Um, yeah. I did try to, the other day, I did try to, when I was doing that flooring and using that Gemini, I was trying to rip up some flooring um, with, uh, <laughs> just just with the Gemini. So I was, like, I was, like, I was working around a toilet, and I was, like, in, the, in this bathroom, it's a, it's a guest bathroom, it the the flooring was like wooden. It was like a wooden, you know, uh, just hardwood floor that's just laid down on top of like a fabric piece, whatever. And I was like, I was like, I really need to get up the flooring here so that I can scrape up the old adhesive that the old uh, layers left. Um, but the problem was, is like I couldn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to un do the toilet and move the toilet out because then you'd have to disconnect the water and all that. Um, So I just wanted to cut around the toilet or whatever, like just cut out the flooring around the toilet, like just, you know, in the, in the pattern of it or whatever. 
Yeah. And so I was, I was like, I thought it would work, and I started to like cut through the wood with the um, Gemini, but the the way the flooring was, it was just too thick. Like it, it didn't seem that thick because you could crack it with your hands, like cardboard. But I guess the initial like top of it was just too thick. So sitting there trying to like slam the the Gemini down tip first into this uh this wood hardwood floor. I was, I was like, well, man, I was like, I guess this is a good, like, tip break test, because um, the tip breaks, that would just be unfortunate, you know, like, I don't know, I just thought it would be, I, I think it would be funny if I had, like, pictures of me doing that or something like that. So is a tip bent? No, it's, I mean, well, it's, um... It's probably blunt. It's blunted now, I think. It still looks sharp, but, like, if you look at it from the light, you can see the edge is rolled, if that makes sense. It's yeah. like... I think you could still do piercing cuts. Like if I were to pierce cardboard with it, it would would do that. But if I was trying to cut something with the tip end of the knife, it would probably have trouble now. Um, And I think that's probably where I cut knives, cut things with knives the most is near the tip, you know? Um, I don't know. I like using the tip to clean out my fingernails. That's why I use... (laughs) Well, I use the tip a lot because... Instead of using scissors to cut out the like packing information for a like if I'm sending a knife to somebody or something, I usually just like put the paper and then I just on the on the box and I just trace the outline of the information with the knife oh, and then yeah. it pops out so I don't have to use scissors or whatever to cut off yeah, the excess paper. I, I do that too. I don't even know where we have a pair of scissors at, honestly. Scissors are boomer. I don't know. It's just easier uh, to use a knife, and you know, especially and like piercing through plastic packaging and stuff like that. Like I don't know, it's just easier. Less stabbing people. Opening mail. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, there's not much else for me to you know say really. You know, it's it's been a pretty, pretty boring ass year. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people were planning on going to Blade or Blade, or Blade Show. Like a lot of people in the Discord yeah. had tickets. Yeah, so I, I don't know, you know I what. Know. I was considering it, but I don't think I, I did. I, I, I don't think I would have went. I, I wanted to go to USN this year, but I don't think that's gonna be a thing either. No, I would say anything big knife related won't happen this year. Like, um, I mean, like it just won't. You know, like there's no way that they would allow that to happen without um, some sort of like, unless I could get some sort of social distancing, um you know enforcement in there then it would not happen you know yeah but in a knife show it's just kind of counterproductive because we touch knives and yeah that's why I they're gonna they... rub down every night because i went to the casino about a month ago and the casino i was in okay the first one i was in they didn't even clean any of the fucking machines people were at but the next one i went to they had people walking around employees obviously and you had to flip a sign there's a sign on every every machine, and it says clean on one side and dirty on the other side. So when you use a machine, you have to go to the clean ones, and when you're done with it, you have to flip it over to dirty, and, a, and an employee will come clean it right away. Huh. So unless they want to do some crazy shit like that, which is honestly not that crazy, but, like, these knife makers aren't going to hire fucking people to do that. Oh, yeah. Probably not. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know who. It depends on who organizes it right you know yeah in the usn's at um, the i forgot where it's at so gas area but even then i still think with knives it's a little bit harder than you know i don't know like it just seems like that's a 
there's just a lot of liability involved because if if it's like if one they're like oh well one person there showed up to the blade the blade show and they had Died. well it's like they it's like they had coronavirus but they spoke to 250 people that day so now you deal with like an outbreak so that's why they didn't they probably wouldn't want to deal with the liability that comes with that you know um because then those people could like potentially sue or whatever so yeah it's a lawsuit waiting to happen yeah. really yeah. so yeah i mean if you guys don't have anything else i guess we can just wrap it up um Got anything jake no i think i'm good all right all right well um i hope that we get to talk to you all soon you know like um, hopefully we can get back into the rhythm of things. I'll definitely be back around a lot more. So, um, yeah, if you want to talk to us, please email us at beyondtheedgepod at gmail.com. Um, you can, you know, see our website. It's uh, beyondtheedgepodcast.com. Um, I'll start updating that again, be more frequent with it or whatever. And, yeah, so be safe. You know, wear your masks, uh, social distance, do what you can. Um, to keep your fellow knife collectors from getting sick. So yeah, uh, we'll see you next time. Yep, see you guys. See you.